Hello and welcome to The Secret Lair, the home of gaming and geeks. We hope you enjoy our shows and if you'd like to support us, you can donate to our Patreon. And welcome to D and D One Hundred and One. My name's Nael. My name's Jordan. And my name's Connie. I'll be uh, your DM today. And basically, what we do for well, what we do on this show is we we try to explain D and D to to you two chuckle fucks. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. I don't think I've ever been called that in my life. I quite like it. Yeah. Chuckle fuck. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's like the adult version of the Chuckle Brothers. What? Who's chuckle and who's fuck? <laughs> Um, so, yeah, basically two people with various degrees and knowledge of D&D. And then there's me trying to teach D&D. And we're continuing our episodes with Playable Races. And today we're doing Tieflings. Tieflings. Yeah, another one. And I know I say this every time. Another one of my favorite. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> races. Oh, this is your favorite. This is one that I actually play. I do play this one. You played them all. No, I didn't. I don't, I've not played. And an if orc. you haven't played them all, you shouldn't be doing this. I've I've not <laughs> played an orc properly. I've I've sort of played an orc. Right, half orc. I mean, I've got fuck no idea what a tiefling is. Really? That's yeah. that was going to be my is first question. Is it or is it teeth? But so you just say it with an it's F. It's spelled T I E F L I N G. What's wrong? But it's pronounced with these teeth. 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 Tiefling. As in reef. Reef. Tiefling. Tiefling. Reef. I, I thought it was like sort of like a tea leaf. <laughs> I thought You're just literally just... going from what you sound. A combination of tea and leaf. <laughs> all right, so, so get, like, with that, with that. that, that flings. <laughs> all right, well, with that logic, right, we've got, we've had dwarves, we've had orcs, we've got um, halflings, which are half people, and, you know, so dragon people. So with that tea leaf logic, what kind of person would a tiefling be? Uh, with the logic of the dragon people and the half people. Yeah, there's halflings, dragonborns. What's you, a you, tiefling? A tiefling, you think it might be something to do with teas and leaves? Because <laughs> I thought you were just saying teeth All right. with an F. So where would you go? Is there a so race called the teeth and there's a race called the lings? No. And then they're together? No. <laughs> and together we're the tiefling! <laughs> This is off to a great start already. So, like, what would you say? What would you say a tiefling might look like? Um, okay, I'm imagining like a tree. Yeah. That. Hmm. I'm imagining a flying tree, but I. Right. I, I, I it's as far as it goes. I can't picture the size because there's no scale in my mind. It's uh-huh. just with the clouds. Just it's just a tree in space. <laughs> just floating clouds. Connie. <laughs> Go on. I don't know. Just I was thinking. I, I'll, I'll give you a little clue. Jordan's way off. <laughs> really, really. I didn't know that. I was. Oh, I was expecting to be close. Way I never did well in tests. T E I F. Oh, I don't know. Wait, T I F. T I. Oh, I thought you said T E I. No, T T I E F. This changes everything. Teeth. Oh, does it? Yeah. Because I that means nothing to me. Because Jordan's thinking, ah, T I E tie fling, so must be a person with a tie flinging it. <laughs> is mm. that is that what you're thinking? Possibly. Ah, <laughs> I've gotten into the mind like a, of Jordan. And this is a sub race of the monks, maybe. So monks are a class. Oh well, I'm doing well. <laughs> Go on, Connie. I don't know. <laughs> no idea. No idea. Nothing. I don't know what teeth means. Maybe you were kind of close with teeth. Okay, is it people with Trees. great what kind gnashes? Of teeth? What kind of people would have like great gnashes? I guess. Well, I was so I was picturing in Supernatural they have vampires that have retractable fangs. Okay, that's what I was picturing. All right, so some sort of like vampire person. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's what you'd put your money on. What about a dog? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you had your turn. <laughs> you were wrong, tea, tea leaf boy. <laughs> um, so. Tieflings are um, planar touched, which means that they have an ancestry from someone who comes from the outer planes. So not in the main world, someone who existed in the outer planes. And those are usually demons or devils. I was pretty close to space. Oh, okay. Even though, was a, though, even though there was a tree in space, I was close with the space bit. You you about as close as we are to Australia right now, mate. <laughs> which in retrospect of the universe is quite close. <laughs> Okay, all right, mate. 
Yeah, it's closer than Saturn. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. My lord. Anyway. So yeah, they're basically, tieflings are people who have uh, an ancestry of either a demon or a devil. And that's in their bloodline. And they come out with horn. Well, tieflings can like vary in any kind of appearance. They can have horns that are like large ram-like horns or like really flat like typical devil horns really small ones their their appearance tends to change depending on their lineage what kind of devil or demon they might have come from mm. and you might have noticed that i've been saying devil or demon okay because in dnd there's a big difference should we play another guessing game what do we think the difference is between a devil and a demon mm. a devil is from below the ground okay and a demon is from above the ground all right you're close well, that's quite a good answer. I'm yeah, quite happy well, with that. Well done, There's well some done. truth in that. Okay. Right. You, you, so Connie. I, I, no. Not a clue. A demon. G- going oh. by biblical. Is. A d- d- devil's a Lucifer and d- demons are made by Lucifer. So <laughs> that's the biblical answer. But okay. <laughs> Only one devil, many demons. <laughs> well, I was kind of going to go that route. Oh, really? In sorry. the sense that like no, a sorry. demon, maybe a demon comes from. Something happening to someone. Okay. But the devil is the devil. Okay. So, like, if someone's a devil, they've always been a devil, but maybe the demon has become a demon. Yeah, can't he? But you can't become the devil. Okay. Well, yeah, going by that vein, are demons people who've been transformed into the demon and a devil? It's just either the person who does the transforming or is that in the first place? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, you kind of ramble on. <laughs> no, no, but like it was good. It's interesting. So uh, the difference in Dungeons and Dragons, demons and devils is um, essentially devils come from a place called the Nine Hells, and that is a realm made of lawful evil people. So if your if your alignment is inclined to lawful evil acts, you know somebody who would m- murder a village, just completely wipe out a village drop a bomb in a village to get, kill one person that was definitely a threat. That'd be lawful evil. So America. <laughs> you said it. I did not say anything and I will not be held by those opinions of you. So. No comment. There was a film about that called Eye in the Sky. Yeah. It was oh, film. yeah. It was literally about trying to kill a target, but they had to decide whether or not to do it because there was civilians. Exactly. And a uh, lawful evil person would be like, yeah, just do it. And there was the lawful yeah, evil people like, in the film. Nike, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and there was the lawful good people. No, is that right? Well, then the demons are chaotic evil. They're the kind of people that will eat your face just for the fun of it. Um, <laughs> their base nature is to just destroy, tear, and kill everything that comes near them because they can and will and want to. Nice. And that's the difference. And ah, we should have sort of roped back into the D and D world rather than going to ethereal. Yeah, we no, are. but here's an interesting thing: <laughs> both humans can be well. Humans can become both devils or demons. Ah. So there was an interesting thing about transformation. So there are different kinds of demons. I can't remember the first one. They're called like the Oglas. And then the second most common one is called Tanari demons. And if you are a chaotic evil person or you fall into the abyss, which is where demons come from, you would become a Tanari demon. The um, devils, on the other hand, are a bit different. They make deals with mortals. And if eventually, you know, you sell your soul to a certain demon who works for a certain demon prince who all work for the king of hell called Asmodeus, you would you would sell your soul and you would join what's called the blood war. And the blood war is the war on the very edge of the universe, of the whole like sort of multiverse. On the edge of the abyss is the nine hells. And the nine hells hold back the endless demon hordes of the abyss from the world. So devils are currently fighting for your safety at all times. And demons are just trying to get out. And kill everything. Oh. oh, so I would have. I think I would have imagined it being the other way around. Like the devil was. Well, maybe not. No, because mm-hmm. the devils are lawful at least, whereas the demons are just like fuck shit. Oh up. yeah, see, yeah, like the devil. That there's still a conscience, like an element to the devil. Yeah, I suppose. Well, Asmodeus is the leader of the nine hells, and he is technically a god. Right. Like he belongs in the 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 pantheon, the current Dawnwall pantheon. He is worshipped as a god, and people can worship him. That's quite cool. He's also the leader of all the devils within the nine hells, and he um, it's there's like lots of different 
stories for Asmodeus because he's known as the Lord of Lies. So it's hard to tell what's true with him. But there is this story about um, when the when the Blood War had started. It actually started from a different war uh, where Celestials were fighting. Celestials are like angels and things mm. like that. The opposite to the Nine Hells is Mount Celestia, lawful good realm. And then the opposite of that is the Nine Hells, where Asmodeus reigns. And um, essentially, once they defeated the Queen of Chaos, who was who you know was part of the Abyss and was just wiping everything out what happened was what's her name i can't remember her name so i think she's just called the queen of chaos Great she might have title. like a proper proper name but all i can find i can i can google it it's fine it's fine <laughs> so the demons that she was part of was called the obrith and it seems that her name is the queen of chaos ah she doesn't she doesn't seem to have another name Fair cock for short <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Cock for sure. <laughs> Fucking hell. So yeah, um basically a lot of a lot of uh a lot of all the other gods kind of came together and fought against uh the Queen of Chaos Chaos? Cock. They fought against the, the cock. And um they managed to they managed to beat her, uh and the celestials of the upper planes managed to take down this, you know this force however demons were still pouring through and one of the greatest assets was asmodeus and his devil army but the celestials were like this dude's committing like fucking war crimes and shit like that <laughs> and he's he's like entrapping mortals and making them arm you know soldiers in his army is never you know and this is this is evil this is evil and we we you know we hate we hate evil and they they basically took him to court and he won <laughs> Essentially, they got the god of uh, order to preside over it, and the prosecution started, and they just went... It was angel after angel after angel after angel, all testifying against all the horrendous shit that Asmodeus and his armies had been doing. And eventually it just got... It became too many. It was too many angels all complaining. So Primus was like, all right, we've heard enough. (laughs) We've heard enough. Need to hear from Asmodeus. And Asmodeus was his only witness, his only defense, and he came up and he just said... And he just made his case... And pointed out that everything he does isn't actually forcing anyone to do anything. Like mortals are allowed to make a choice in what they do, and he he needs soldiers. They want something in their mortal lives, and then they come live their immortal soul with me, fighting to protect everyone, to protect this whole universe. And I'm one of the few reasons why we're actually still holding the line. And I'm doing all the things that are completely legal when in war. And all this soul malarkey isn't, it's not, it's not underhanded. If, if somebody terminates a contract, so do we. It, it works. And Primus was like, ah, shit, this guy makes sense. Okay, cool. <laughs> Back to business. Gave him a, gave him like a, a magic item that makes sure he has to abide by those rules. So he can't. No, no devil can cheat you out of a contract, or like can do anything untowards. It has to be lawful. Um, so yeah, I do find this fascinating sometimes because being a you know an enthusiast for psychology, there's like you can really pick this apart in the sense that the fact that the devil is the one that's actually protecting you. It's like there's a devil in all of us, and the way for the devil not to reign or the demon to reigns is to integrate your devil yeah. or integrate your shadow and become aware of it but the devil deal with the demons yeah it's fascinating well yeah and it's it like is. well it, i don't think it was probably a conscious choice when these kind of worlds were created but it's fascinating that the minds that did it it's cool that, stuff. It chose that it is cool stuff and i guess the difference between um the nine hells and the demons is essentially that um devils are lawful and they have a hierarchy yes they might scheme to like overtake one another but it's all got to be pretty lawful and under the right grounds and asmodeus seems to sort of rule on top of like moving sand because people keep like there's a guy called moloch who used to be a leader of one of the layers of the hells but now he's out and somebody else has taken over yeah i mean so there's a lot of leadership changes in the nine hells whereas the the demons in the abyss the abyss is infinite and endless and ever-growing and each layer has its own demon prince and then there is the king of demon princes which everybody knows to sort of listen to because he's the most powerful no the only reason he's the demon prince is because nobody's killed him mm. and he's he's the biggest and the baddest and he's called the demagogue oh stronger yeah. thongs references yeah stronger thongs 
And, uh, well, if anything, Stranger Things is referencing this big boy. Yes. So, yeah, Demogorgon's like this two-headed, massive, ape-like creature with tentacle arms. It's fucking horrendous. And they went for that in season one? Yeah, he's a demon prince. Cool. And then, to be fair, the, the Mind Flayers are weaker than the Demogorgon, and Vecna's probably the most powerful out of all of them. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the difference. That's the main difference between Tiefling's origins. Okay. Now, um, in the in the books, there's not actually that much on offer for demon origins, though it does say you can have demonic origins. So I would recommend any like players to not be put off by that, and you can skin your Tiefling to look however you want it to look and have whatever traits you like to have. Um, and we'll kind of talk about that now, really, I guess. We'll kind of go through Tiefling culture because that's your origin there's no creation myth there's no god that created your people you are literally like somebody made a pact with asmodeus and made some deals and now their bloodline every single child they have has red skin and horns to mark them as you know one of one of theirs when they die they'll probably go to the probably go to the blood war unless they go look i didn't make this pact (laughs) I don't want to go to the Blood War. Well, that might be why some oh, people like to play Tieflings, is to go against the stereotype that they're they're already put against. Because, you know, maybe being the child of a demon isn't going to look great to everyone else. But you're just a person living your life and it has no effect on... It's a nice metaphor for generational trauma. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. It's kind of like the mistakes like, of I, the fathers. Yeah. Why have I got fucking horns and red skin? I didn't do this. I didn't do yeah. anything. I didn't do it anything. Was my granddad. But everybody's <laughs> going to treat you as if you're the you're the one who did the evil thing. You know what I mean? If you were from a family, a dynasty of people who like you know worshipped demons of all things, and then now your bloodline's cursed, and every t- you know every child that you have so has like being a tiefling doesn't eyes. mean that you're a demon or a devil. You descended from one. Uh, the opposite of a tiefling would be an Asimar, who's descended from angels. Is that where ASMR comes from? <laughs> I, I thought it. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> so yeah, in terms of like how they look, the ones that are kind of described in the player's handbook and just generally are the ones that come from Asmodeus, which tend to have like dark hair or like well, they, they're described to be like from skin color of like normal to like reddish hues and then their eyes can be like large orbs rather than rather than like pupils and irises they're just like one color of like silver or gold or whatever color you want and um they tend to have like horns and sharp funk like fang teeth um, and they can do some cool stuff all devils are resist uh, all tieflings sorry are resistant to fire damage so that means that if anything happens fire wise you take half damage because nice. you're you're slightly more Cute to it, I guess. And can they ever break their generational pact with the devil? Well, it's not a pact they've made. It's just their bloodline. Their bloodline has a little bit right. of devil. So they're, so they're not like... Or demon. In they're them. not... Um... Some can be from like a succubus or an incubus. Like if if a human has like relations with an, a succubus or an incubus and they have a child, it'd probably be half demon, half devil. And so they might live their life very lawfully good. Yeah. But then they die and they go. No, they and, you and don't. And then they have to go and fight the demons. That would probably be a um, that would probably be a a snap judgment. the The yeah. truth about where you go and you die is dependent on the soul at the time. Okay. And whether or not they belong in some places, like some some souls. I think they said that like people who actively rally against gods and don't want to be part of anything with gods go to like a purgatory essentially. But there's something else that might happen there, which I found out, which is pretty cool. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I'm that's like, ominous. That's like, dot dot dot. Yeah, you're um, gonna tell us. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. Um, so yeah, that's like Asmodeus tieflings. But in terms of like, you could be a you know a demon or a rakshasa, which is like a a what a rakshasa. Um, it's a rakshasa. A rat shaker. A rakshasa. A rakshasa. And that's like a special kind of devil. Um, Can you say it in a Sean Connery voice? A rakshasa. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can we get it in Peter Griffin, please? I rag Shasha. <laughs> um, Mickey Mouse, do it in Mickey Mouse. Rag Shasha. <laughs> Any more? Um, no, we Bane. Don't. Bane. A rag Shasha. Okay, no more. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Darth Vader. Oh. <sighs> no, no, it's a bit like a Bailey yeah, Darth a Vader bit. there. 
I'm a rock social. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't really, can't really hear Darth Vader's voice right now. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, like I was saying demons, Can you do devils, it as me? Right. Sorry. Right, Sasha. Right, And um, that, that means they'll have like different qualities. So their hair colors can be any color. The way that I like to think of it is like two things can be any skin color on the old color wheel. They can be any uh, hair color on the old color wheel. They can have any horns. They can have little horns. They can have big teeth. They can have small teeth. They can have pointed ears. They can have normal ears. They can have tails. Um, they can have cat eyes or furry skin um with like you know patterns in and stuff like that they could have like natural tattoos um whatever your kind of like vibe is i think just go crazy with tieflings that's my personal basically you can make them look however you want yeah yeah tieflings are like yeah they're great they're pretty cool in my opinion that's why i like them wow the devil has lots of options but yeah they they kind of have like it's like this idea that they're different Whatever, whatever the tiefling like quality might be, you could have your tiefling be like the most human-looking person in the world, but maybe they've got a tail, or maybe I think one of the suggestions as well was given, which I thought was a bit cool, was uh, missing a shadow. Oh, just at every point you never cast a shadow, just something really off-putting. That's actually quite cool. And there's something off-putting about you. Yeah, and you can't figure out what it is. Yeah, and it'd be just because he's invisible in the sun. He or she's so. a tiefling. I like that. I really like that. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't give you any bonuses to anything. It'd just be a weird flavor. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, spice. Yeah, a bit, a bit of spice. A bit of spice. Like a forked tongue as well. Something really yeah. small. Like, you know, if you, mean, if you put your tongue out, you've suddenly got a forked tongue and people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, you just intimidate someone over ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like the opposite of that is it could be really obvious, like having like hoofs for feet like cleft hoofs and you know maybe like extremely like alien looking skin and and like you know almost like chitinous like looks to you you just look devilish or Mm. demonic and it's kind of cool now um i guess what i kind of like about tieflings is that there isn't any law but there's almost like a like a baggage that comes with being a tiefling like we Mm. what you've kind of already suggested which is like you're cursed. You're right. cursed. You, your dad fucked a demon or your mum shagged a devil. Do you know what I mean? And it didn't go well for You know what I mean? Everybody knows that demons and devils are pretty bad. So you probably shouldn't hang out with them. But your family are instantly, and you yourself are instantly part of that now. So you're kind of, you've got that judgment upon you already. Everybody's going to look at you and be like, they're no good. They're, you know, they're literally part devil, part demon. They're probably evil, which is a little shit. Which is kind of like suggested that a lot of tieflings are a bit independent, not used to people caring for them, and probably a little bit mistrustful and distrustful of the world. Um, there was another sort of thought about tiefling cultures, is that they uh, they don't trust each other, because they're like, oh, well if I'm part devil, you're also part devil, <laughs> so you must be just as shit as I am, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, that's quite sad. Yeah, I think it's just an interesting flavour. I think there's also... You could totally do the opposite of a tiefling who's like, no, I'm super proud of my my big daddy's Asmodeus. Like, <laughs> do you know who Asmodeus is? He's the man that's saving us all from the blood war. That's my dad. You know? And they could my be like, dad is my hero. Yeah, they could be super <laughs> proud of the, the legacy that they're from. And it might be a, a, a sign of, I don't know, in their words, like maybe pure blood. Right. I'm better than you because I've got tiefling blood in me. Can you see in the dark? I can see in the fucking dark. <laughs> Some tieflings can see in the dark. Most tieflings can see in the dark, sorry. That's cool. But yeah, that's kind of like one of those things in personality-wise, tieflings can kind of be anything, but one of the suggested ideas was that idea of like, you know, a bit reckless, a bit impulsive to prove themselves maybe, or like the complete opposite, completely ar- arrogant and like almost falling into the stereotype of what they are. Or the others that, that you know, need to prove that they're not bad. Do you know what I mean? They join a, they join a nunnery and they're like, I will save the world with nuns. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly like that. Exactly that tone of voice and everything. Or just they could become a tree hugger, oh. and then we can cycle back round to my original just a idea. Tiefling, like working with Greenpeace. Um, yeah, they're just they're super cool. Um, they have like innate abilities. Like I said, they can because they're naturally magic. They can see in the dark. 
so they've got dark vision. They are resistant to fire damage, so that's pretty cool. You have a regular speed. Usually your intelligence goes up by one and your charisma goes up by two. So even though you're like maybe this person who has, you know, strange skin or strange hair or like, you know, large teeth, demonic, de- devilish outward appearance, you're actually... <laughs> very capable of making your way through the world. Like, very capable of getting what you want, very capable mm. of, and confident, uh, which is an interesting idea for can, a devil. Can your features be transformable? I would say no. Okay. As a as a DM, I would be like, no, pick your features and live with them, because I think that's kind of... I wasn't meaning like, oh, just because my, no, brain, my brain's been on Supernatural all day, and the Supernatural demons can have regular eyes, and then when they want to show someone that they're yeah. actually a demon, they blink and they're black. I think, to be fair, my, my gut would be like, my gut would say, no, you know, really lean into it. You're a tiefling. Yeah. But also, I think it's it's however you want to play as a player. If you're like, oh, no, I kind of want to play this idea that I know I'm evil, but nobody else does. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. I'd be like, yeah, cool. I, what I'm trying to say is I'm a pushover. I'll be easily swayed. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't enter somebody's house in the middle of a forest, find their wardrobe. And then change my entire appearance. You could do that if you wanted. <laughs> Sims level shit. <laughs> I mean, like you might have to it's fight with them if you're stealing their shit. I can't so- click select and then spin myself around. Depends on how sneaky you are. And change my haircut. You, you can you can go to Just a like you can get like a knife and cut your hair. Yeah, probably. Oh, there we go. I'll do. Or go to a barber's and get someone else to do it. Or cut someone's come on someone else's hair and then stick it on my head. Yes. You could also do that. Scalp someone. <laughs> I am a demon. True. <laughs> or a devil. Um, another thing is they have innate languages. So they speak common, which is what everybody speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can also read and write either. What? Well, it's infernal, which is the the language of devils. But again, because they've not really done that much in terms of like demon ancestry. It's all devil ancestry. Mm. I would say that you could flavor it to be a demon if you wanted. So if you demons speak abyssal, Devils speak infernal. And if you wanted to be a dem- demon? If I wanted to be a demon. If you wanted to be a demon, I'd be like, oh yeah, just replace your language with abyssal. Mm. And you'd innately know abyssal. Okay. You're like, as a child, be like... And what does infernal sound like? Uh, what, did, what, did, what did you say there now? I said, I would like an ice cream. Make it mint chocolate, please. <laughs> and infernal probably sounds like... Okay. And what did you say there, now? I said, I would prefer strawberry, if that's okay. Oh, so they were having a conversation with each other. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. The second one seemed a bit more parcel tongue than the first one. Yeah. I, I think abyssal kind of has more like that, like... I suppose it is called abyssal. Yeah. It feels lower. There's a language called deep speech, and I imagine that's just awful. <laughs> deep speech? Yeah. Deep. Like, Who speaks it? Like alien-like creatures. Okay. So I imagine it's something like... Are you saying deep? But like with a weird echo on it. Wait, give me a second. <laughs> oh, look at you being all fancy. <laughs> do it do on my mic. <laughs> give me a sec. But I'll do deep speech. Deep speech. Abyssal. <laughs> I think I always go to a sort of like Cockney Goblin whenever I recently watch. <laughs> oh, he's done it to me. <laughs> he's done it to me. That would sound like a robot. I don't. I don't know what's when going on. When you do D and D, do you get to do this? I mean, I uh, probably could. Quite fun. <laughs> Be like, I'm about to speak now, and I'll put the effect on. <laughs> yeah, we could totally rehearse it. I'll just check. I've not blown anybody's ears out. <laughs> Deep. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's that's what I'd say about that. Again, this is all legacy stuff. Like it's all changed again. Um. So you know. When it comes to creating your own character, you can just choose whatever ability scores you want to change. But then there's these infernal legacies that kind of give you extra cool things, depending on what legacy your like infernal heritage has come from. So the ones that from Asmodeus get um, a cantrip called Thaumaturgy, and that's like it allows you to like like snuff out all the lights in a room, or blow open the windows and doors that aren't locked, or make your voice extremely like loud and booming. It's kind of like a bit of like for flair the flair cantrip <laughs> you know you can do that as many times as you want so if you wanted to constantly speak in th- like thaumaturgy like hello <laughs> i am here kind of thing at third level uh you can cast something called hellish rebuke which is a great spell essentially if somebody hits you you go no fuck you and then they are overwhelmed in hell flame oh nice. it's oh. great yeah 
Um, and then you can also, uh, later on at fifth level, cast Darkness, which creates a cloud of darkness where nobody can see. It's pretty cool. And use Charisma spellcasting for all that. It's like your innate Charisma is what you used as spellcast. Yeah, they tend to live a bit longer than humans, but like have like a normal age span kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the same size, really, so you can be like a buff, el- you know, buff tiefling or skinny they're tiefling. Humanoid. Yeah, they're humanoid, and they, they, you know, they tend to come from like humans and now, el- like human and elf. I think have like their own. Each one has like a different kind of tiefling, <clears throat> but the most common mm-hmm. tiefling is like human and devil and demon and stuff. Okay. Um, I'm now intrigued by. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it quickly. What are you intrigued by? Elf tiefling. What, what what one would look like? Well, just what the difference would be, if there would be any difference. Because you'd also have the elf stuff. Stuff. Uh, yeah, elves are called fairy. Dwarves are called maluths. Orcs are called tanarooks. Goblins are called war guests. Halflings are called whisplings. Trolls are called merzagulls. And minotaurs are called bahaftor. And that's like when demons and devils get down with other things that aren't humans. I like how they've each got a name yeah. for it. Are they generally sort of the same, just they might have a bit of elf Yeah, stuff. I think they have. It's kind of like more of a... They haven't really created strict rules for this. It's more of like a flavor thing. <laughs> I'd say that most, most tieflings you play are going to be human, human yeah. and devil and stuff. Um, cool fun fact about tieflings is they're quite good at art. Because of their higher charisma, they're oh. probably naturally a bit better at making art and expressing themselves, um, which is something they might not want to do, but just naturally are a little bit better at, especially with their higher charisma. It's pretty cool. <laughs> just trying to think how that would come into the yeah. campaign. <laughs> well, you could be this like awful fucking tiefling fighter or like I don't know rogue or something. Like we need a banner, and you're like, for fuck's sake, yeah. fine. But you're super moody all the time, and then you create this wonderful like embossed banner with gold writing, and everybody's like, oh my god, did you do that? And you're like, yeah, it was easy. <laughs> the tortured artist, yeah, tiefling. But but the tortured I thought... artist because they don't want to be an artist. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> tortured with their talent. Why couldn't I be good at killing people? Why would I have to be good at drawing this damn shit? <laughs> There was some there was some cool other things that like you can add for flavor in terms of like having um a bit of flavor to your your tiefling. The idea that you don't have a shadow or don't cast a reflection in mirrors. You might instead of like sweating, exude like an ashy grit that soaks up water and stuff. You might just naturally smell of ash or sulfur. I was thinking like could you smell of something weird? Yeah. Your, your what skin if you didn't might make be a sound walking. Yeah, stuff like that. Your skin what? might be unnaturally hot or cold. That would be handy if you were trying so, to sneak up on someone. I feel like what you're telling me is I could just basically design a vampire and then... Just anything a bit devilish and demon, yeah, no. kind of thing. Um, you might suffer from, like, hellish nightmares. Like, you might just constantly be plagued with the blood war. Like, every time you go to sleep, you just dream of the blood war. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, there's, like, quite a few a different... Sorry, we're going to keep going through like the different variations because that's your legacy stuff replaces mm-hmm. those spells. So um, there's another there's another devil called uh, Beelzebub. I've heard Beelzebub. that. Before. Yeah, these are all. Oh, that's why. <laughs> I was also thinking Amadeus. Amadeus. What's that? Amadeus. Yeah, what's Amadeus. that song? Amadeus. 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 Yeah, it's Amadeus. Oh. Is it is that Amadeus in that song? It's called Amadeus. Ah, oh, well there you go. <laughs> but. Um, do they, that, get, do they get their inspiration from D&D or did D&D? Can that be the outro it? music for this episode? <laughs> Cheers, Jack. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Jack here, the editor. Just a quick little factoid for you there. The song they're referencing is Rock Me Amadeus by the Austrian musician Falco and co-written by Dutch music producers Bolland and Bolland. It was for the studio album Falco 3 in 1985. And it's actually, to date, the single is the only German language song to peak at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, which it did on the 29th of March, 1986. Oh, and I will not be playing it as the outro due to obvious legal reasons. Back to the show. Just a mashup of Amadeus and For me. I mean, I could tell you a little bit about each devil legacy if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? We're here to learn. I'm I'm just fascinated that Oh, is that what we're doing? There's so much backstory to all of it. Like, you can't just turn up and be like, right, I'm gonna be an elf warlock cool that's that's me sorted it's like no i have to have a history i mean you could 
I'm. It's just this is what this podcast is for: is to give you inspiration. Yeah. You don't have to have. You don't have to use any of this. But it's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope so. I hope. I hope so. Um, Weaponized with, you know, inspiration and information. Yeah. There, there you go. go. There you go. So, um, yeah, Beelzebub um, rules the realm called uh, Maladomini. I think I pronounced that right. And it was the center of hell's bureaucracy, where every edict, law, and order was dutifully copied and filed away. And um, essentially, every year, the devils would add more fortresses and archives to the Maladomini house to fortify all their records. Beelzebub, at one point, uh, managed two of the layers of the nine hells when he was so powerful but he conspired against asmodeus uh, to replace him which isn't a crime but in order to work he have to alter documents that passed into his care to basically create some tomfoolery and he got caught and has been placed through the most bizarre of punishments so he's he's kind of suffering for it but he's you know that's kind of the vibe of him he's organized and deceitful <laughs> wants more power apparently Beelzebub has a superior intellect and uh, propensity for lying than most people. So that's probably why he's so good at being the representative of bureaucracy in the Nine Hells. Mm. He's like the ambassador. <laughs> he's the ambassador for the Nine Hells. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, and if you if you have that tiefling uh, heritage, if you were like, you know, your parents made a deal with Beelzebub, you'd know the thaumaturgy cantrip. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say wayo. Wayo. Uh, but you can also cast Ray of Sickness, which is a pretty nasty spell. <laughs> or later just... on, you can cast Crown of Madness. Ray, Ray has such a uh, such a Ray of Sunshine, like a a, a beautiful f- sort of impression. Not this one. And then just Ray of Sickness, sickness. exactly. Uh, and then Crown of Madness is another spell you can do. Ooh. Yeah, that that pretty much does exactly what you'd expect it to do. It's a Crown of Madness, just. I crown you with madness. <laughs> Welcome to the house of fun. <laughs> Welcome to the house of fun. This is a really songy episode. It is, isn't it? Hi, me again. So House of Fun, the song by English ska pop group Madness, was released as a one-off single on the 14th of May 1982 and reached number one in the UK singles chart. It is actually the band's only number one single in the UK, but in 2015 the British public did vote it as the nation's eighth favourite 1980s number one in a poll for ITV. Um, Probably, hopefully, the last musical factoid for you and we can get back to a bit of D&D. Enjoy. Uh, dis- Dissipator is the next uh, guy, and he is essentially like the the guy that churns out weapons and armor for the Blood War. That's what he's in charge of. He's kind of he's kind of the uh, the old what were they called? War profiteers? I can't remember the people that make the weapons. Mm. War dogs. Yes. He's like the war dog. The war dog. <laughs> What's that Nick Cage movie? Lord of War. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He is Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever meet Dissipator in, in, in our game, that's that's Just what he's going to say. Hey, guys. Uh, I was wondering if you could get some things for me. <laughs> I love in the trailer, he's like, I, I never saw, I can't remember who it is. Um, it's, it's like the head of the Taliban or something. Yeah. It's like I never sell to him. Not because he's the head of the Taliban, but just because he never pays on time. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so, yeah. Um, Dissipator makes... Um, tieflings tend to make good, uh, excellent spies and infiltrators because they have an extra increased dexterity. They know thaumaturgy, so big booming voice. But they can also cast Disguise Self once a day, which is pretty good. So that can change your appearance. And then you can cast Detect Thoughts, which does the obvious. It allows you to read people's minds. It's pretty cool. Uh, the next devil, arch devil person, I guess, is called Fer- Ferna? Ferna? Spell it. F-I-E-R-N-A. F-I-E. Yeah, I want to go Fernia. Ferna. Fernia. Ferna. Anyway. Um, so Ferna is the lady of Felagothoth. A lot of long words. I'm just butchering this. Felagothos. 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 Along with... I hope all you listeners are really learning. Along with Belial, her father are the only archdevils allowed to share rulerships over the Nine Hells. Um, apparently, Fernia, Ferna uh, is kind of the young newcomer into this, you know, dynasty with a fiery passion and undoubtable appeal. Ooh. So she she hot. 
in many ways. Cool. She could be my mother devil. My mama, mama, mama devil. Mama devil. But don't cry, mama. <laughs> don't cry, mama. Don't, don't cry, mama. I got this. When you when you have is she is she your devil, mama? Uh, your charisma is up by two, but your wisdom is up by one. Interestingly, mm. and you know the friends cantrip, which makes friends easily, but they know that you've done something to them. So you're like you're like actively charming them against their will. Um, and then when you reach third level, you get better at that and you can cast Charm Person. And then when you reach fifth level, you get even better than that and you can cast Suggestion, which is a great spell. Essentially, you just go, I suggest you fuck off. And they will just go, all right, and leave. <laughs> That's just... That's like uh, Umbrella. Umbrella Academy. I heard a rumor. Oh, it's very close. You can't, you can't ask anyone to do anything that would be harmful to themselves, though. So you can't be like, oh, I suggest yeah. you go fuck yourself or kill yourself or something like that. I suggest <laughs> you fuck off. Yeah. They have to, it's <laughs> got to be, like, doable. Have you seen all season three? I finished it the other day. Uh, did I finish it? Yeah, I finished it because I was like, is there another season? Okay. We'll talk no about actual after. spoilers, but okay. fuck Alison. Oh, I hate her. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. But great acting. Great acting. Oh, really great acting. I've never liked Alison, though. Good arcs. My, Klaus is my favourite. I get that. I was going to say, Luther's my, Luther's my big boy. He's one of my so favorites. funny. He's so funny. <laughs> I like so Diego good. as well. Diego's yeah. cool. Diego's just gotten better and better, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Robert Sheehan has just been amazing from the beginning. And then... Um, Oh, I can't remember the actor's name, but my favorite my favorite thing to see in American films and TV shows it's like in Stranger Things and in Umbrella Academy is like two British actors speaking to each other in American accents. Yeah, and it's just like when it's Luther and Klaus, I'm just there like, oh, oh yeah, of course, because I, 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 I he was in Merlin. Luther was in Merlin, and he was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, I, I've not seen. Yeah, that. he was Lancelot in Merlin, wasn't he? No, no, he was Parsifal. He, he plays like the, he's a small role in Game of Thrones. He plays the son I, that gets burnt by the dragon. Yeah, oh, yeah, wait, yeah. No, I, I have seen that because I think Jack. Because I was it like, oh shit, it's fucking Luther. Because you don't clock it. I don't think Umbrella Academy was was a while off very, when he did that episode of Game of Thrones. But. Very well with yeah. the casting of Umbrella Academy, and then Stranger Things. The guy who plays Eddie Munson and uh, the brother, the older brother, Will's brother. Yeah, he's also British. So is Millie Bobby Brown. So is Jamie Campbell Bauer, and it's just like I'm stood there watching it, just going, "These are all just British people speaking in the wrong accents." British, so British people. British. Water bottle. Water bottle. <laughs> Maybe we should do an episode just all in American. See how that goes. That'd I be think fun. we could handle it. Yeah, it'd be good yeah. fun. Um, so if you'd yeah. like that to happen, will you just donate to the Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll sort that right out for you. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, the next person we have is Gla- Glacia. So even an American, I will continue to mispronounce names. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Glacia. 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 It's the American accent that just got you, got you all fucked up there, didn't it? Potentially. Uh, Glacia was the Lord of Malbolgia and is the daughter of the King of Hell, Asmodeus. Um, she uh-huh. is the princess of the Nine Hells and one of the most powerful and which language is that halfling i don't know uh, <laughs> she's one of the most powerful and influential female devils uh she's a dark prodigy that's unpredictable and known for her subversiveness apparently mm. pretty cool she's a pretty cool cat that's what i'm trying to say dove asmodelos i did not get a word of that i thought she had a dove of asmodelos <laughs> She's the daughter of Asmodeus, and with that, <laughs> uh, it gives your charisma a plus two, your dex a plus one, and you know minor illusion as a cantrip, so you can Ooh. create illusions. I think that's one of the few that I've actually oh, used. Oh, see, before. this would have been an amazing time to plug my song, Illusion. <laughs> <laughs> now available on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you didn't prep me here now. It's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. You can uh, play it at the end. That'll be the That'll outro be the music. <laughs> It'll be, uh, what was the song you suggested earlier? Asmodeus, Asmodeus. Well, and got, then it'll cut into we've got Be- Beelzebub. And we've got House of Fun. So Welcome to the House of Fun. All of them have appeared. It's just an illusion. Are we going to have to pay for this? Yes, I already explained. Um, it would cost a lot of money to do any of that. So we're not going to do that. It's just a no. Sorry, Jordan. Oh. Right, at the end, everyone just go and listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> In that order. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you get minor illusion, then you can cast disguise self, and then at later levels you can turn invisible, which is always ah, useful. Like Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. What's your favourite spell, Nile? 
Ooh. Favorite spell. Yeah, because like you know when people are like, oh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? And everyone goes like invisibility or like, and there's like, like oh, would you fly or would you be invisible? And I'm like, well, there's a lot fucking more in D and D than just that. So yeah, mm. I guess I guess if you're gonna What's be your like favorite thing that you've come across, if you're gonna be jammy as fuck, you'd just say, oh, I'll take the wish spell because oh, don't be that guy. Well, the wish spell just allows you How to do. How many wishes would you have in the lap? Yeah. I don't have a wish. To no, you only have get... lots of wishes, so yeah. I can have lots more. Oh fuck off! You probably only get two a day, but it depends on how. Level. A day though. Yeah, it depends on how how high level a caster you are. But with the wish spell, you can cast any other spell. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's pretty good. So who has the wish spell? Or am I jumping ahead? It's very powerful wizards, some gods. Amadeus. Asmodeus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Asmodeus. <laughs> I'm saying Amadeus. Yeah, Amadeus <laughs> is the song. Asmodeus is the god. Oh. So the next devil <laughs> is uh, Levistus, and he's Lord of the Fifth. Uh, layer of hell he's a bit of a rogue arch devil because uh, he's imprisoned and he rules uh, the layer called Sigia, but he's imprisoned in a massive icy glacier i'm starting to wonder if they came up with these names by just like watching countdown and, <laughs> and whatever came out on the board potentially before they had to find a word they just went that'll do well it's, it's right. an american game though so it wasn't countdown it was numbers and letters <laughs> because that's is that genuinely what it's called in america nice really they don't have a countdown i wish it was called number wang <laughs> number wang. which will be that's a, number wang which will be a very niche joke that anyone across the pond might not get but i'd be very impressed if they do maybe it's a wanganum wanganum <laughs> that's number wang Such a 17 g- that's number wang no 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 that's number wang no 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 that's wanganum no no Nope. Nope. Try again. Oh, again. it's uh, it's uh, that's number one. Mitch and Webb. We'll put it on. Oh. We'll put it on after. Yeah. Uh, but he's the kind of devil patron of vengeance and betrayal because he tried to try to betray everyone and Asmodeus and Furit got um got trapped in ice. He still rules, but <laughs> he's he's trapped in ice. So he's still like conscious. His presence is still felt and everything, and he can still make but orders he's and demands. In, in ice. Yeah. And apparently, he's really beautiful. Really yeah. cool. Like, well, it's good for your up. skin. He's probably got good skin. Cold water. He's basically the Wim Hof of the D and D world. He's the, yeah, he's just chilling just in ice. there, like just, you just got to fucking breathe, man. <laughs> Feel uh, the cold. Feel its power. If you I turned into a bit of a wizard, there it was quite Wim Hof. Does he stay like a twelve-year-old though with his sky bison? <laughs> to be fair, it's true. Is when the world frozen? needed him most, he disappeared. That's when the Fire Nation attacked. Anyway. Um, <laughs> When you are Levistus Legacy, you uh, have a charisma score increased by two, but your constitution goes up by one because you're a bit more chunky. You can take that damage. Uh, you learn the Ray of Frost cantrip, which is pretty self-explanatory. You um, get armor of Agathus, which means that you get like temporary ice armor, which is pretty oh. cool. That, it hurts people if they touch you. Uh, I would purposefully just say it wrong, though, and be like, armor of Agatha, because... I feel like that would be fun. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Uh, and then you can cast the darkness spell, which is also pretty pretty useful. And that's what you get if you're a Levistus boy. Boy? A Levistus boy. He's going to have to cut so much out of this episode. Oh, no, don't worry. I've, I've absolutely given up trying to cut around these ramblings and niche references. I'm just building my gumpler, listening for any clear mistakes, any ums and errs, any burps and other bodily sounds, and they're getting cut. But the ramblings... They're here to stay, but thank you for your concern. Mammon is the next one, and is sometimes referred to <laughs> as French for mum. Mammon. Mammon. <laughs> Mammon. I think it is actually. Mom. Yeah, but it's mammon, isn't it? <laughs> mammon. Mammon. Um, so yeah, mammon is sometimes referred to as minor minor oros. If I'm pronouncing that right again, and he's um, potentially the richest living being on the planet. He's very two-faced, both literally and figuratively. Uh, he's got two faces, and he's just—he's just about that that dollar bills. Everything that he kind of does is about collecting coins and being greedy. He just sits the, on a the pile Bezos of money. Of D and D. You say Jeff Bezos is also in D and D. No, I'm saying he's the Bezos of D and D. Yeah, yeah, he's the billionaire Bezos. Have you seen the videos of Bezos laughing? Is it terrifying? It's absolutely terrifying. It's like it's like the list of what we it's like the rich man laugh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a really funny video of David Blaine like doing a magic trick for him at like an Amazon party or something, and like everyone's just crowded around, and he he's just like the he just fits the profile of like the villain in a movie. 
He's literally. He's like. He's doing the trick. He's like. Like it's like the the I have all the money laugh. It's like the idea of someone be like. Telling that guy a joke. What'd you call a deer with no legs? A deer. A deer with no legs and no eyes. Are you saying deer? A deer with no legs and no eyes. Have you not heard this one? What do you call a deer? All right, we'll start. We'll start from the beginning. What do you call a deer with no eyes and no idea? Oh. What do you call a deer with no eyes and no legs? A no eye, le- eye legs deer. Still no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were Jeff Bezos, you'd have been like. <laughs> you imagine that laugh after a shit joke. <laughs> and, then, and then he probably would have said, uh, like, "Very good." <laughs> you can just—I have all the money. We can just buy some eyes and legs on Amazon and get them delivered the next day. <laughs> so, if you if you like a bit of a Jeff Bezos daddy, uh, you can have an intelligence increase by one, a charisma increase by two. Uh, you know the mage hand cantrip, which is like an extra hand, basically. You just cast and like a hand appears and can pick shit up for you. It's pretty cool. Nice. At third level, you can cast Tensor's Floating Disc, which is similar to the hand, but it's a disc. <laughs> In some ways, it's a little it's worse. It's a floating table, you know? Yeah, it's a floating table. And then you can cast Arcane Lock, which does what it says on the tin. Makes a lock. What's that? Ar- arcane. Arcane. Magic. Magic lock. Magic lock. Yeah. You can just make a lock. Yeah. And lock it on anything. Alohomora. So if someone was pissing you off, you could just shut their mouth. Lock, yeah, yeah. Lock it Close shut. them at a door and fucking arcane lock that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. try getting out now, dick face. <laughs> right. So someone's fucking up the campaign. Yeah, lock them in a cupboard. Lock them in a cupboard. Arcane just lock. Just picturing Matilda where she's like, yell at me. <laughs> and the dad's like, you want me to yell at you? And then she just shuts the door and locks it with her, with her powers. It's great. <gasps> so maybe Matilda all this time had <laughs> she was arcane. a devil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was a tiefling. God, they really, you know, put a different that. spin on the movie. Uh, the next legacy is from a devil called Mephistopheles. Fucking nailed that Magical one though, didn't I? Mr. Mephistopheles. As in as in the fucking cats. Mistopheles. Mistopheles. What's the Is song he sings? Mephistopheles. Magical Mr. Mistopheles. Myth- oh well, I never could there ever. A cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. And we've got to stop there he's before the, uh, Lloyd Webber. What's the really famous one from cats? Though? Yeah, true. I can't remember it. Memory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. in the moonlight. As the moon loves my memories, I'm so sad and alone <laughs> in the moonlight. Oh, I used to have a singing teacher that made me sing that like every week, and God. I was like, I'm done. Please, please, no more. God. Um, so it's only crossover? So, no. no. Uh, no okay. He's not a cat. He, you know, oh, not to say that jellical cats aren't devilish. <laughs> The Jellicle Ball, I will say, is the one banger from Cats. <laughs> absolute. <laughs> it absolute is I still haven't banger. seen the movie. Rum Tone Togo, mate. I saw it. I, had a mate I will. I'm going to get man. drunk and watch it. Well, I had a mate that worked to every man, and he got free tickets. And so we, he just messaged me one day, like, do you want to go see Cats? And so it's like, I'm glad I didn't pay for it, because he got like I, me as a plus one. Yeah, but, I paid for it twice. Oh, why? Did, why? <laughs> well, I, I paid for the ticket, and then I paid for it when I watched it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mr., the magical Mr. Mistopheles uh, is sometimes uh, shortened to Mephisto, um, and he's the Lord of Cania, and apparently is the most powerful archdevil after Asmodeus. He's like the next big bad boy. Um, he's the greatest wizard of um, of the uh, Nine Hells and is a bit of a walking contradiction because on the surface seems really cool, calculated and cold-hearted. And he is, his realm is like the freezing cold heartlands. But if you piss him off in the wrong way, he just like, woof. That, uh, that temper can be uh, rather grand. Nice. Okay. So I have a question. Yes. <coughs> Bless you. Um, you're talking about levels and spells. Yes. Right? So during the campaign, your level would increase. Yes. And you would naturally get more spells. Yes. So when you're a tiefling, you, you, as you level up, you gain natural spells that you can just cast once a day. And I can't seem to remember if that is a thing that happens across the board. 
Only certain races. Only this certain is what races. makes tieflings so cool, is that they're naturally magic. They can cast magic. So even if you were like a non-caster fighter or a barbarian and you can't cast magic, once a day you can cast magic, motherfucker. Once a day. Yeah. So with Mephisto um, or Mephistopheles, your intelligence goes up by one, your charisma goes up by two. You can cast Mage Hand, which is the spare hand. You can cast Burning Hands, which is a second level spell once you reach third level, uh, which pretty much does what it says on the tin. Your hands burn and you fire a cone of flame. Cone of flame. Um, and then at fifth level, you can get Flame Blade, which is pretty much what it says on the tin as well. Blade made of flame. Wouldn't, very, wouldn't cut through things very well, though, would it? Well, it's, no, it's, it's like a, fl- a lightsaber. Yeah. It cauterizes the wound as it cuts you. Yeah, it'd be pretty fucking hot. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's, that's Mephisto. <laughs> sorry, Connie. God. Well, maybe if you weren't wrong, you wouldn't have to be sorry. <laughs> Right, okay, I see. So as you go up the levels, you get a... So what level would you start on on the campaign? Would you decide? Juan. Start Uno. level Juan. Level Juan! Yes. Um, the final <laughs> archdevil that you can have a legacy from is called Zariel, and she is the Lord of Avernus, which is the first layer where most of the Blood War is fought, um, because it's basically the front lines. And she used to be an angel, but now she's an archdevil. And Asmodeus, she hated Asmodeus. She was like one of the people that really wanted to see him go down for all his war crimes, but also wants to keep fighting the war. And Asmodeus somehow convinced her to become an archdevil, even though she hates him. Nice. She's extremely powerful, obviously. She's got wings and shit like that. She looks great. She's on a few books. Maybe I'll show you some art. But yeah, essentially, bit of a badass. She's got wings and shit. Yeah, but now she's now she's kind of like... I don't know. I feel like she's quite an interesting character because she's kind of lost herself to the war and she's kind of lost all of her... Like, she she hated Asmodeus and this idea that maybe he's a fallen angel and then became the fallen angel that runs at the front lines. <laughs> right. Um. So most of her stuff is to help with fighting. So if you're a tiefling with a Zariel legacy, uh, your strength increases by one, your charisma increases by two. You can cast Thaumatology, which is, you know, big boom, boom. Let me hear you say way up. Well, perfect. At third level, you can cast Searing Smite, and at fifth level, you can cast Branding Smite, which are pretty. So can you do spells. the middle one again? I was laughing. Uh, searing Smite. It's. I'm pretty sure it's a spell that. I will smite you, yeah. smitey smiter. You smite the fuck out of someone, and then they consistently take damage because you've set them on fire. Nice. <laughs> They're searing, as it were. Um. So that's that's kind of like the main legacies. Then there's this variant tiefling legacy. And this is what I would suggest for somebody who'd like, I don't know, if you don't like any of the other spells that you get, um, just pick a variant tiefling difference. And you can have one of three that kind of changes whatever it is that you're doing. Um, if you were an Asmodeus one, you'd just replace Burning Hands with uh, with um, instead of Hellish Rebuke. So it just means instead of being a defensive spell, it's an offensive spell. Mm-hmm. And that's called uh, Hellfire. So if you're a Hellfire tiefling, that's what that does. Uh, you can be a Devil's Tongue tiefling, which replaces your cantrip with Vicious Mockery, uh, which is one of the best spells in the game. You insult people to death. I nearly picked that, I think, for the one shot I played. It's very fun. It's a very fun spell. Um, <laughs> you can cast Charm Person. So which does I that. have a question. Yeah, going back to Vicious <laughs> Mockery, of course. How how the fuck does that, how do you use that in the game? It's a cantrip, so it means you can do it as much as you want. You say, Niall, I want to cast vicious mockery. I'll probably ask something like, okay, what do you say? And then and, and then you, I just you'd say an insult or whatever you think you could viciously mock someone with. Okay. And then they would roll a saving throw. If they fail, they take damage. <laughs> and would you, in the moment, you know, do the insulting? I'd get you to do it. Yeah, I'd be like, go on then. What do you say? All right. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's one. probably why I didn't pick it. Cause <laughs> Improv? What? <laughs> I, I just, I don't come up with, in, I'm one of those people that like, I come up with you the best arguments fuck. after the argument's already ended. And this I'm is, just like. This is a good way to learn how to like, you know, stretch that muscle. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Insulting people on off the fly. Insult Niall now, do it. No. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can have a devil's tongue, which replaces all the spells. You get vicious mockery, charm person, and enthrall. Um, so yeah, obviously you're you're a bit bit more um, persuasive. Uh, the final thing that you can do, instead of having any spells or anything like that, you could just choose to have wings all the time. Do they like, all the time? Working flying wings, actual bat-like wings 
sprouting from your shoulder blades. But you don't get any spells. You don't get any spells. Can you pick but you that can to fly. be part of your character <laughs> anyway? It's so it says. I like this. <laughs> See, Connie. Connie finds the holes. Uh, it it does say this replaces the infernal legacy trait, which replaces the spells. I think I think that's for a reason because when you can fly and do things, it's pretty. Just being able to fly is very, handy. very good, very handy. But yeah, there you go. So if you wanted to change your like, you know, what I mean, we've we've sort of said that this is the devil legacies, but you could skin this and flavor this to be a demon, whatever you wanted it to be. You could, yeah, you could do whatever you wanted. You could be from any of the devils or arch devils. And if you wanted to do some more research on devils and stuff and be like, oh, this devil sounds cool. I'd be like, yeah, cool. Do you know what I mean, you could be right. a Moloch legacy. Moloch was an arch devil that's been kicked out of the Nine Hells. So, and technical question. Okay. When, you, when you're running slash walking, you can go 30 feet? Yeah, 30 feet as a tiefling. And if you're flying? 30 foot, as long as you're not wearing heavy armor. So Wait. it probably wouldn't be a good idea to be a, a fighter with like so full you, plate you, armor. So if you fly, you can go the same distance. Yeah. So what what would the flying? How I, I would have assumed you could get further flying than you would walking. Well, you you just don't have to climb things, dear. And if you fall, you just stop. Fly. Yeah. Uh. It also like you know if if you're fighting a creature that's going to hit all of you, if you go up into the air, you can shoot it with a bow and arrow. Well, and it's got to fight the things that can't okay, fly. So there's a lot more than just going a bit faster. <laughs> well, yeah, going going faster sounds ideal, but like, why do you need to? You don't really need to go faster, right? Right. Cool. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's everything on two things. So they're not flying trees in space, then. <laughs> they're not flying trees in space. I, you know, you were close, but it wasn't wasn't correct. But what do you think of two things then? They sound like the most interesting one possibly so far to me Ooh. because I don't know fuck shit about any of them. Yeah, before. Yeah, mm. and like. They can be anything. As I don't well. know. I quite yeah. like the I quite like the uh, the element of of progress of like new spells each level. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't remember how that how how progress works with the other ones. If, yeah, some dwarves have so like Duragar have <clears throat> spells as they get higher levels. Right. Um. Am I right in thinking? Oh gosh, what's the? It's a class, and I've forgotten which class it is. Um. Maths. <laughs> Physics. I think it was PE. <laughs> um, oh, music. What's the one that I can't remember? But um, when you level up and you get more spell slots, do the ones that you get take up one of your slots? Or is it that you just earn that spell because you're now that level and then you also have all of your spell? That's a good question. Yeah, these these extra spells that you get as being a tiefling don't count towards anything that you do generally if your spell casting modifies the same so like it all all of these use charisma mm. they're all charisma based so if you were like a a sorcerer a paladin or a bard or a warlock i would say these count as lists against your spell list so you can cast them using the trait or as many times as you want because you know how to do it with your spell casting i think if it was if you were a wizard and then you also had trait you know racial spells mm. they're different spell casting types so you could only do it once a day they won't go against the um okay the spell list but wizards no a fuck ton of spells anyway so it'd be fine <laughs> they're okay. like free spell slots essentially okay just cool. extra extra boom 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 let me hear you say whale whale guys are getting good at that <laughs> but yeah no you can see why tieflings are one of my favorites yeah, uh, yeah. they cool. seem super customizable yeah i love it i think that's, that's it like, yeah like i've always done a human put your stamp on it well, I say always. <laughs> the the once I've designed a character just for ease. So what I was yours? Because I did a I did a one well, shot. It's the, it's the class I can't think of. Oh, I see. It was my um. My, can't actually remember what I. Did. My friend just made up a one shot because his D and D friends were on holiday, so he a couple of. <laughs> and them, he was like, I can't go a week without it. Well, no, 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 no. it was it was more that a couple of not all of them had gone on holiday, so he couldn't continue their oh, gameplay. I see, but they so wanted to said, play, even though some of them yeah. weren't there. So he just said, "I'm going to write a little one shot for us to do. Do you want nice. to join in since you've not played before?" So I had a human. Oh, it's the one that sounds like they're a homeless person. Monk? No, not nomad, but an outlander. No, it's like they were like an orphan urchin. Uh, no. <laughs> I can't remember what they were and it's going to That sounds me. like a background. Yeah, but it was the kind of person they were and they got a pet mouse as part of their Ranger. 
No. Oh. They they traveled in a music group. <laughs> what? A traveler? I can't remember the classes. It's just, if you look at me and you think what kind of class? Bard. Is that a, the class? I the bard's a class. It might have been a bard then. I don't. You, were you did you play music or tell stories and stuff and cast spells? I, think I played a lute. Yeah, that's a bard. Okay. It's a hundred percent a bard. Oh. I thought it had a different name. <laughs> Connie doesn't seem satisfied. Like it's, it's yeah, because I thought it, it had a, that. I thought ah, it had a longer yes. name than than that. I don't remember. Anyway, um, hermit. Were you a hermit background? You, no, I think you've already said. I think I might have been an urchin. Actually, it was an urchin. Yeah, not an outlander or a hermit. Definitely wasn't a hermit. I think you were a bard. I think you were a bard urchin. Yes, I was. That's the one. Human. Human. Human bard urchin. Yeah, with a pet cool. mouse that my friend uh, was annoyed that I was so obsessed with, so he killed it in the one shot. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't let that one go, could he? I, I got attacked by a giant magical wave, and he was like, you survived, but the mouse drowned, sorry. I was like... He wasn't sorry. <laughs> he wasn't sorry at all. <laughs> wow, brutal. Well, did you feel like you learned something? No. I mean, I genuinely learned shit all while. <laughs> Great. Thank no, you. not one thing. I am, I'm just disappointed that tieflings aren't trees <laughs> right can we play now no <laughs> uh thank you guys for listening it's been wonderful having you uh i'm niall oh hi i'm jordan i, I mean bye hi. bye and i'm connie uh, bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to the show and if you enjoyed please leave a review boom 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 let me see you Big thanks to our editor, Jackson Clare. If you'd like to check out any cool merchandise, head to littlelionslayer.co.uk where Julia, our resident smithy, has all our products up for sale. Our next episode will be released on the 24th of October. And until then, brave adventurers. <laughs>